Shakedown. You're not uh, used to being on a shakedown with me anymore. No, well, no, it's that uh, it's not that. It's that I'm sitting here in in uh, Rob. Welcome, Rob. Yeah. Uh, but you should be welcoming me because I'm sitting here in your basement. That's right. In recording the on studios. Your microphone um, on your laptop. Your and any listener will know it's your microphone because it doesn't sound like the last several episodes of No, that is for sure. Uh, the shakedown, which I, uh, you know, some were recorded on my phone. I admit it. Uh, but <laughs> I, I do, do want to say, um, I, I you know I'm known as the among the shakedown canon. I'm known as the uh, person who's always correcting things. Yeah, and there were a few different things that caught my attention the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah. The person I want to call out though, uh, here we who, go. You should know better is is your cousin Cody. Okay. Uh, who since who I've met now twice. Yes. Uh, since recording Shakedown and I think is a lovely human being. Okay. But, but he got the lyrics to to be a master uh, incorrect. What did he say? I can't remember exactly. It was along but the no, lines of right? Yeah, it was the line that was um No, I can't even remember what the lyrics are. But yeah, what, he you got know, it wrong. He had I'm it. looking them up now. <laughs> I want to be the very best. Uh, no one ever was. was. To catch them is my, my real test. test. To train, train them, them is, is my cause. cause. That's the original. He was going off of 2 and Masters. Um, to be a Pokemon Master is oh, my... Oh, that's more line. to see. To be a Pokemon Master is your destiny. That Is that, my destiny is the line. He got it like, is what I want to be or something. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, there Cody, we you heard it here first. Yeah. Rob's call, uh, you know, taking you to task. So you You're on blast. Have a uh, your milkshake chugging ain't gonna. You're gonna have to have a chocolate milk chugging contest. That's, that's the only to settle it. Okay, fair um, enough. Was there anyone else you would like to call out while I, you? No, the there mic? was one or two other things, but I'm. I'm <laughs> You're getting old. You're an old man now. You you don't you don't have the fiery passion about correcting these things. You know, it, you, yes. You're letting them go, which I'm I sure is better said, for your blood pressure, but yeah. is, is worse radio. You know, it's ever since I've I've, I've uh, entered the world of uh, Buddhism, I just you know. Mm. Mm. You're a Zen master now. So, uh, what listeners of the Shakedown won't know is that we don't have milkshakes. Yeah. Uh, so instead, because of the topic of the story, I found a solution. The story I, I, I've come here to tell, or you've come here to hear me tell, because <laughs> uh, I could have done all this without you. That's true. Um, is uh, is about Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So instead of actually drinking milkshake, Tyler, you have a milkshake in your hand. All right. Let me get my my dice ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll that d twenty. All right. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my milkshake. I'm rolling my dice. It says four. So what happened? Oh man, that that milkshake is rotten. So clearly something is wrong with it. It uh, wasn't properly no. kept. Uh, you you feel sick and take two damage uh, as a result Ouch. of drinking the milkshake. Ouch. Yeah, so I decided I wanted to talk to you about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Because, uh, you know, I was like, I, I've, I've told some of my, like, really out there stories. So as far as, like, stories where I get up to criminal activities, either I Been told there, them all, done or I, they're not appropriate for uh, the When the uh, statute of limitations is over, you can tell us a few more. When when there's no longer a warrant for my arrest in okay. Germany, I'll be able to tell you that uh, story. I can't wait. Uh, but until that day. <laughs> until that day. Um, yeah, uh, 
the reason I want to tell you is that uh, I guess maybe I should, I should maybe start with a little bit of the end, a little, is that I've actually started publishing my own Dungeons & Dragons content. Mm-hmm. And there's a website you can sell this on? Yes. What's uh, it called? DMsGuild.com. And how do people find your content? You know, you can search for it at present. I'm going to set up my webpage once I have a few more things up there. Yeah. Uh, I only have one piece of content. It's an adventure module. Uh, which is a an adventure module, for those who don't know, is basically a prepackaged adventure. It's all you need to tell a story within the framework of Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the enemies, the descriptions, the all that stuff. And my first adventure that I published, uh, and maybe rushed a little bit um, in order to put it out there, was called Make Neverwinter Great Again. Okay, Make Neverwinter Great Again. Search for it. Yeah, and Neverwinter is a city in the world of uh, Dungeons and Dragons, in the world in the Forgotten Realms specifically. Right. Neverwinter Nights, the is famous based games, that, yep. is based in that that world. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, I'm going to show you my my the adventure I released. Okay. Um, but uh, generally, it's it's not. Uh, if you're worried that it's like a very strict like play off of the election based on the title, it's actually not. Okay. I, it was inspired by, in some ways, but it is its own thing. Mm. I try to make everything kind of self-contained. I don't want people to, like, read something and feel that there's sure. no value to it. Yeah, I mean, you might lose half your audience uh, if you go too political in your in your here, here's adventure a, here's module. Here's a copy of my... Um, okay. Uh, um, make Neverwinter Great Again, an adventure module by Rob Zakes. Okay. And what I scroll here? Yep, and you'll see that there are box texts, which are descriptions. Uh, there's kind of events and scenarios that come up. There are encounters where you can do battles. Wow. I've drawn some maps that are in there. Yeah, this is cool. All right. I'm not familiar with this world at all. Okay, yeah, there, and there's some actual yeah. uh, maps you can you can use with figures and stuff if you yep. print them. Yep. How many pages is this? 11. Okay. 11 pages. Yeah, okay, I, and that's a complete adventure. That is... Again, that's like narrative. A, a relatively short adventure. Yeah, right? it's about a session of four to six hours, and it's it's self-contained. Self-contained. Although I have been considering a follow-up adventure. Nice. Um, that's really cool. And yeah, and so I figured I would tell uh, kind of how I got into Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know how interesting this will be. I think it will be because uh, it does involve you to a certain extent. Oh uh, well, here let's see. Um, I'm rolling my d20 again uh, to see to while you tell your story. We're gonna that's gonna tell us the audience's uh, reaction, the listenership. Uh, I rolled a, f- a two. Man, you're rolling low tonight. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, that means they'll really like it. Hopefully, when the dragon the shows end, up, so. you'll be able to uh, <laughs> roll better, or else you'll be in trouble. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I like most people. Uh, in our age group, I feel like Dungeons and Dragons is interesting because it's come back now. It's a little yeah, more, it's I agree with that trendier. It's a little, but I I definitely knew growing up, and we grew up in an area which was very uh, concerned with masculinity among mm-hmm. the boys. That stuff like Dungeons and Dragons was seen as nothing anyone would ever play. Sure, it was too nerdy. Play um, Madden instead. Yeah, exactly. You know, we because we grew up in a a famously a t- town that's famous for having a, a huge gay population. Yeah, and I always think that had an effect of like anyone who was more conservative in the area, like that just tightened everybody's like. Right, like so, I yeah. live in New Hope, but I'm not gay. That yeah. kind of thing is is was yeah. I think that's that was pretty prevalent. It's a common refrain. Yeah, uh, if you live in the area. Um, and so, generally, stuff like that, it was, you know, if you were um, if you were a Dungeons & Dragons fan, you were as bad as someone who watched Star Trek. Right. You know? Oh, you're two for two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as I'm wearing my Star Trek sweatshirt. 
Um, and so I think because of that, I was always a very alternative type kid. My mm-hmm. mind was always sort of, if people didn't like something, that must mean that there was something kind of cool about it. And especially as as we got older and people started to be like, video games, those are for kids. And I love video games. It just kind of showed me that my taste did not align with what yeah, I saw as, as at least the mainstream of like the environment in which we grew up in. Right. I mean, even media, kind of. It wasn't like you would see representation of D&D or Star Trek in media, and it looked like... In any positive way. No, exactly. Um, So, I think what eventually broke it for me was that I got interested in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. uh, And started watching Star Trek. I remember you were interested in Star Trek. Yeah. And now I was kind of like, well, Tyler seems really like this. I should check this out. And I started watching Star Trek. It's a common reaction. My my brother and my dad was way into, were way into Star Trek as well. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with Star Trek uh, to this day. Uh, but at the time, it kind of made me realize, like, oh, man, maybe there is something cool about stuff that isn't, isn't you know, again, the cool, like, jock-type thing. Right. And uh, I started to get interested in potentially playing Dungeons & Dragons. I would see, like, cartoons where they, or, like, read a comic book where they would play off of that, mm-hmm. and I'd become immensely fascinated. And I got very hopeful when one of my friends, you, yep. actually got the D&D books and started looking I into did. I got them for, like, Christmas or my birthday. I got the 3.5, I think, yep. uh, manuals. Yes. Because um, I was way, I was into the idea of doing it, but I'd never done it. Yeah, and I think you found, like, what many people find, especially when, with that version of D&D is that it's very complicated and there's a lot going on. Oh my god, on. yeah. <laughs> you crack it open you're like, what, what is this? My dad actually had a copy of the original Dungeons and Dragons Whoa. and found it too complicated to do. So right. he never played it and eventually sold it. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, my, I, so I was kind of aware of that. I'd kind of had this desire growing to play it, but I never got an opportunity until I made some friends at camp one year. I started going to a tech camp called mm-hmm. ID Tech Camp. I don't know if this is still a thing, but they would do it at, like, different college campuses. You would go for, like, a week, and it was a sleepaway camp where you would go and, like, make video games and do stuff like that. And uh, during one of the times I went and did that, I made friends with a couple people, uh, and they were into it. So Mm -hmm. one night, we kind of gathered around in one of our dormitories and tried playing it. And uh, things went rough when we lost the dice, and, you know, (laughs) it was just the three of us, so it wasn't the most, like, progressive thing. Right. Um, and so we played it, but we never played a ton of it. And my interest grew, but I just never had an opportunity. I started getting into finding books and reading through them. So rather than doing D&D uh, normally, though, I found out that there was a Star Wars version of it. Um, there, there's now a modern one, but this is a different one. This was, I think, called Saga Edition, if I remember correctly. Okay. And it was basically like Dungeons & Dragons, but instead of your dungeons, you had spaceships. And instead of dragons, you had... Darth Vader's. Right. Um, and so I, you know, I kind of got into that and generally didn't, never got a great grasp of it because I didn't really understand it. Uh, but I did like reading through it and looking at the books. Um, and eventually I made friends with a group of people who played role-playing games. And they would never invite me to play with them. Um... So I got interested. I wanted to play, and I remember that you had these copies of the book. So I went, I talked to you about them, and ended up buying them off of you for like thirty bucks. Yes, I remember this. I still have those copies. Nice, so there's. Um, and so I kind of got interested in it. Uh, I eventually got was able to play a game. Uh, it wasn't Dungeons Dragons. It was another type of role playing game. That's what they're called. These style of games. Tabletop. Tabletop role playing games. And um, 
This one was kind of a horror one, and I played it with. What was this, it called? Uh, it was Hunter. Okay. Uh, Hunter. It's part of this Greater World of Darkness series of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really good system. I really like it as a role playing game. Unfortunately, uh, the group I was playing with was rather large, and I guess something about how I played, like. I remember playing with them, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't really, like, include me in. Mm-hmm. So at one point, like, trouble breaking in. To yeah, so at one point, like, I kicked down a door in order to, like, join the party. And they, like... Sounds like raving madness. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> I brought my dice and my character sheets, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the game, like, I, like, literally, like, it was like, bam. <laughs> and everyone got really upset with me after that point. Oh, in the game. In the game. This oh, your character kicked down a door. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I totally envisioned that differently. So uh, they had your character sequestered to a different area? Yeah. Uh, they, no, they had else? my character not doing anything. Just like... <laughs> They're like, oh, and uh, it was uh, insane. Robbie Elfsbane is uh, yeah. in that room. He's just hanging out, though. He's, yeah. he's kind of zonked right now. Uh, so they wouldn't let me. After that, they wouldn't let me play with them. Right. I remember one time I even hung out with them while they played and had to sit there and like listen to play. That sounds brutal. And it was one of the most depressing times. Talk about Rob's depression quest. <laughs> for, for non-Shakedown listeners, for video games been listeners out there, Rob's Depression Quest is the series I do of like different times, usually game-related, where I just... <laughs> Proved myself to be like a real loser as a human being. And There's like, too many to count. I had a car. I could have done anything with my life. And I think back on it. I was just sitting there. Drove there? Drove there myself. Went to their place and sat there. And insisted that I hang out with them and hope that they would include right, me in like, some guys, way. Hey, I'm over here in case you need cool somebody from the bench to, to jump cool person. in. And you get slaughtered by that dragon. I'll be there. Yeah, so eventually I kind of just was like, you know what? I'm never going to try to play with these people again. Sure. And so I started my own group with uh, Donovan. Okay. We started a, a club in high school, a D&D playing club. Did you, were you ever even aware of this? No, I'm finding out now. Was yeah. this a school-sponsored club? We tried, but they were not, <laughs> they were not cool with it. Who shut you down? What, I, what was their title? Were they a teacher? Were they a principal? We, we, we'd have to get like a teacher. Um, like a sponsor? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was the start club in, in, in New Hope Survey High School. Any high school, really. Yeah, you had to. I don't know. I've... I've only been to one high school, so I can't speak <laughs> Good to the... Point. Yeah. You need a teacher to be... And like we just couldn't find a teacher. ...your official sort of sponsor. We thought... Uh, our hope was that... Uh, who was the, the physics teacher? We, th- we hoped that he would uh, support us. He did not. Uh, we tried a couple other teachers. They did not either. Yeah. So, again, not here to put anyone on yeah, blast. No. Um, you know, you got to think, it, it's it, they have to come in after school every time you guys meet. So... Yeah. As someone who has been approached to sponsor a club and done it... Math Twenty Four Club, remember that game? Oh man, that that's game me. Was so awful. Every Monday, well, yeah. If you if you're not good at it, I wasn't very good at it either. No. Still not. But my my club members are awesome at it. So I had to sit there for an hour every week and either play with them or just over just supervise. You're so right. that's why it was hard to find someone to do it. Yeah, they had to add an hour to their work week unpaid. Yeah, just to hang. Uh, we eventually were able to play. We actually got someone. We actually got a teacher to sponsor us like a little bit, and oh, not yeah? to like make become an official club, but so that we could play in Just a play classroom. In a room. Who was it? It was I can't remember his name. Unfortunately, he wasn't a full time teacher. He was like one of those oh. student teachers. He was a great guy, and he played D and D with us. It was awesome. Wow. He would actually like play the game. That's awesome. Um. <laughs> so we got like two or three sessions, and it didn't last didn't long. Didn't last long, yeah. Uh, and did that it, was kind of it. Did Around one besides you and Donovan show up, and that guy. Yeah. Uh, Vishwal joined it. Nice. Uh, that guy. There was one or two other people. Okay. Uh, after that, I like I, so like you know I think the idea should be clear. Like I'd played role playing games a couple times, but 
Nothing that was really lasting. Yeah. I went to college and I was like, this is my time. Finally. It's Robbie's day. I'm going to do it. And I, it was a tough beginning. Like, I got one group together and, like, we play intermittently. Um, and then I was like, this is rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, but I kept with it. Like, there's something about it. I was just like, no, I, I like this. You know, even though it's not worked out for you, you know it could be good. There was something about it that really appealed to me. And, I mean, what is the challenge with those those first groups? It's just hard to get everybody to be Getting consistent. everyone to be there. Right. It's, it's funny now. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I'm currently running, like, three different games. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I have the ability, like, to do it. Yeah. And sometimes it's other people are the ones who bring the groups together. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the trick is, like, finding people. You, you kind of just have to... Uh, if you're out there and you're interested in starting your own group and you want Rob Zakes' DM advice, <laughs> although based on the story so far, maybe you shouldn't follow it. Don't worry, there's reasons to <laughs> later. Um, you want to find people who genuinely want to play. Yeah. And the trick to that is basically just be willing to invite everybody you talk to. Mm-hmm. If you start a conversation with someone, you should be like, oh, I play Dungeons & Dragons on the weekend, and you should join us. Hey, my name's Rob. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I play Dungeons & Dragons. Do you want to play with me? <laughs> <laughs> and it, sound, it makes it set, makes you a crazy person, that is for sure. Yeah. Uh, but usually it works out. So I had a group going, and like we kept on trying to, to keep it going. In my second semester, I switched to the to a newer edition of D&D. At the time, it was the current one, fourth edition. Yeah. Started playing that, and uh, like I had a group of people, and it was some of them were like my really good friends, some were friends of friends, and it was hard to get people consistently going. But I was organized, getting ready for the game, and it was one of those times when I wasn't, I was getting ready, but I wasn't sure if they were going to be there. Some ideas, I would just sit here, get everything set up, and then do like homework or something until people show up. Yeah, and uh, this guy who I'd kind of met once or twice and vaguely knew happened by. Um, and looked at he's like, are you playing Dungeons & Dragons? I was like, yeah, we're playing right now. And like I said, every time you meet someone, you basically <laughs> like, would you like to join us? <laughs> and uh, this guy was like, uh, totally. I'm busy right now, but let me know the next time you play and I'll yeah. join you. And this guy was Cody. Oh, my friend Cody, fellow video, video, former video, yeah, former co-host of Video Gamesman. Ah, you guys will get back together. Yeah, hopefully. That's Rob's podcast. Anyone who is listening to this and, and hasn't heard all of Rob's previous appearances, he hosts the Video Gamesman podcast. Yes. Which is taking a little break right now. Yeah, hey, it's due to creative differences, but, but hopefully it'll come back together. You know, We're working on pr- it. Possibly by the time this episode is published, the Video Gamesman will be back up. Who I have knows? a feeling. All right. Um, hopefully. Um, Video games and podcasts. Search them on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, listen. It really helps me out. <laughs> I, re- I would really appreciate really, it. You don't it even really have to helps to with it. Rob's depression quest. Anytime oh, he gets a like or a five points, a five star rating on iTunes. Yeah, I, I get to finally progress through the quest. And, and <laughs> or if anyone buys his uh, <laughs> his adventure modules, uh, those two things make me super happy. Is getting a is getting a like review on iTunes. Uh, or getting some selling an adventure module. I got a review of my adventure module yeah. and it was negative and it made me so happy to <laughs> Wait, where can you open it, please? Uh, yeah. Read it? Oh well, should we get should we wait say that to the end? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the group then kind of fell apart because like three of the people uh, who were part of it dropped out of the school. Oh, that'll do it. So, you know, but we've got a few sessions in in, in my in my in my freshman year, and it, it, I was like, oh, man, there's something I kind of like about this. Mm-hmm. So then we started sophomore year, and I invited, like, the two people, like, there were, like, two players left over from mm-hmm. the last group who I knew would be 
serious about it. One was Cody. This other was this other guy, Christian. Um, and Christian, I, I kind of, I, I wasn't sure if I liked him as a person at the time. I, I didn't think he was a bad, I didn't think he was a bad person. Um, but, um, like, he was also someone who'd always show up. And generally, that's a quality I look for most of my players, is to actually physically be there. Um, and so, you know, Cody, Christian, and I, we, we started up the new game. And we had it as, like, a continue, like, with new characters, but a continuation off of our old story. So set in the same world. Um, and uh, Cody's girlfriend of the time joined us. And a couple other people joined us. Most importantly, the two people who joined us were Martina and Alejandro, who were uh, two twins mm. uh, from Puerto Rico, uh, both in their 30s, uh, who went to Tika College. It wasn't like they were, like, creepers on, on the college or anything. <laughs> they were, and they were, were students. They were both gay. And they were both two of the funnest and most interesting people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And they were wonderful guys. Like, I, I mentioned the gay thing not as, like, a, a weird, like... I mentioned the gay thing because they put that out on Front Street as humans and made it part of their identity. Okay. Um, and also were constantly hitting on the different dudes <laughs> who played in the game. In character or not? Both. <laughs> um... <laughs> and they were they were a lot of fun um, yeah. to have as a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian, on the other hand, was not a very fun member to have as part of of a group. And Martina Alejandro kind of sensed this about him and liked to antagonize him as much as possible. So in our first, so we started the game in this my sophomore year of college, and we are now meeting every week. It's happening consistently. And Christian is a real sourpuss um, that nobody seems to particularly uh, get along super with. I didn't know this, but there was some weird history between Cody's girlfriend and him. Uh, that kind of evened itself out when Cody and his girlfriend broke up. Um, Got you. Some personal stuff is leaking into your, your game. It certainly is. And... Martina Alejandro's antagonizing of Christian kind of turned to the point where it stopped being, like, he would just start, like, shouting. So one of the things is that this character, so Christian played a character who was of a, spe- of a race of, uh, of beings known as changelings. He could change their appearance. Mm. Uh, he was also a vampire, which was a class in 4th edition, um, which is a weird class, but 4th yeah. edition's weird that way. Um <laughs> He was a vampire, and the whole thing was that... But he hid the fact that he was a vampire from everything. So all of his attacks would be like, I'm going to use Vampire Slam. So instead he'd be like, I'm going to use V-Slam. <laughs> Everybody knew he was a vampire. You're right. Also, nobody knew he was a changeling, because he just hid as a human the entire time. <laughs> Complete waste of being a changeling. Exactly. Um, eventually, like, once they figured out that he was a vampire, Martin and Alejandro would, like, in character, like, whenever they'd show up at this town, they'd start warning them of, like, vampire attacks and be like, can you cast the ward against vampires on the town? And stuff like that. Oh, no. And I loved it, so I fed into it Now, do you more. realize they're doing the same thing that, that was done to you in high school, where they made you kick down a door to, uh... To join in, right? They're they're making all the NPCs ward off vampires so his character couldn't participate. The difference is they're players. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's and I was the person. I, it wasn't me. That's the difference. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> let me put it this way. If players don't get along, I, I've, uh, I've been running groups for a long time. And in retrospect, would I have um, allowed it to happen? Probably not. 
at the same time, I kind of gone into the group with the mentality because of what happened. I was like, you know what? Everyone's invited to the game. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, no matter whether I like you or not, if you want to play, there's a place for you at the table. Fair. Um, however, I kind of expect people to take that because everyone kind of gets invited. Like, I, I hope that people can, like, find it in themselves, maybe, to be a little bit aware of themselves. Mm-hmm. And for some people, like, we have people who, who play with us who are a little more antisocial and have some trouble with that stuff. But usually, your average person kind of should know better. And, you know, I mentioned that Martin Alejandro was gay. Well, one of the things that, like, Christian at one point did was, like, not realizing that, like, a few of the members of the group were gay... Like, did a very offensive, like, gay um, impression where it was, like, mm-hmm. at some point, like, kind of out of the blue. I forget what the can tell you. What Didn't go over was. well. He wasn't playing to the right crowd there. Yeah, and nobody thought it was funny. Right. I mean, that's kind of the level of tension that things were really into. And I just didn't have any idea. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I didn't think there was anything that was... It wasn't like he was being excluded as a player. It was an in-character thing. So he would get upset in real life, and we would... He would get, like... Shouting at people. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go to someone's defense when they're shouting at people. And you're like, hey, listen, keep it things in character. This is just a game. Relax. Like, remember. It's, and you're right. There is definitely an equivalency there. But at the same time, it's not the same as, like, sure. literally, like, like someone sitting there and everyone trying their best to ignore that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, eventually he left and started his own group. And then I'd been planning on making an official D&D club. He went and did that behind my back. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I did not like that kid afterwards. Um, and that, But that ended up being fine. I wasn't going to run a club. The problem with doing like a thing like a club is that then you have to like accept anybody in. And while we certainly like were totally fine with accepting anybody in, it's also nice when you can say, if, when you know that People are there because you want them to be. And you just, I mean, you might run out of space. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so you much. don't, yeah, you only want so many players um, in a group. Right. Uh, otherwise, things get crazy. Right. Uh, I don't know what happened with that group. I do know that there was some stuff. I ended up meeting some, a player who ended up becoming a member of one of my groups after college uh, was a part of it at some okay. point. Okay. Um, and, and was aware that there was some history there. Um, but, uh, he's a good friend of mine. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not up with those people anymore, so I don't know too much. Um, but what was interesting, what happened after that was that our group kind of went into a form and eventually we were just like a bunch of group of great friends and we'd play every week and there was very few times where we wouldn't play. That's awesome. Uh, in my junior year, we kind of had more trouble. And that's when Ben joined our group, actually. But we just... Other video trouble. games been Ben. Other video games and ben, ben, Benny Galgos um, joined in. And, uh, but, I mean, there were years of troubles. And then in my senior year, I went to London for a semester. Uh, came back and started running. There was a new Star Wars role-playing game out. So we started playing that. And I, I met a lot of my um, friends through that. And... Uh, Kind of through there, I've kept that group going to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that group still play; we still play on a weekly basis together. Um, people have dropped in and dropped out. It's kind of—I always think it's funny that nobody who was in my original group that I started in college is still, still part there, of it. Right. Uh, a lot of most of the members at this point are people whom 
like I went who went to my school because that's still where a lot of my social clique lies mm-hmm. in connections there, but um, like not people I knew during my time there. Right. Um, and yeah, that was a. Uh, that's kind of where I've gotten to now. Now I'm running three games. I, are they? Uh, are any of them in person or are they yeah, online? Yeah. So I run a two. So. Uh, around a few months after um, I was last on the shakedown, actually, and uh-huh. a few months after I moved back to PA, I was looking for a local group because my Sunday game was having trouble, and I didn't think it would last much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my Sunday game is the one that I ran remotely, uh, so I, I I went around to different places, and I first went up to uh, Flemington, uh, which is nearby, mm-hmm. um, and would go there and was part of a D and D group that I met on Tuesdays there. And they were awful. Uh, they were just too, bad about it. too many people. A lot of them, like, it was, like, pretty much the worst kind of case scenario of, like, running. It was run out of comic book bookshop. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, anyone would be there. Like, the games, at least while, like, for the, I only went for two weeks, and they were very disorganized. And I didn't really like the people a ton. Yeah, you just didn't click. And I found out then about people playing the Star Wars game that I also liked. Is this the same one you used to play, or is this the same new exact one? Okay, um, that I played in college um, and kept up have keep up, kept up to this day. Although now we have switched to going back to Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done like a bunch of different types Alternate, of games. Yeah. Um, and I go and like I join this group, and they're great. Like they're all great people. They're all very friendly. It's kind of a smaller group, so it works. And um, like I played with them for like maybe a month or two. And then ended up just through, like, because they were looking for a, a second DM, a second person to run the game. Uh, and then we were, they were going to split the group, because it was getting a little larger. Uh, I ended up taking over the group, like, running the game. And I've sent, like, have ran since then. So for the past, like, six or seven months, I've been running that as well. Uh, my Sunday game has to alternate. Uh, we do two different, like, a different game each Sunday. Uh, both Dungeons & Dragons, but with slightly different players. Some players who are people who can come every week. Show up to both games. Others can't. Can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's like it's interesting because it's become a huge part of my life. It's why I want to like publish adventures for it because I just like I've I've never been someone. I don't I don't feel like I'm someone who has a lot of natural talent as a person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not some great artist. Um, I'm an okay writer. I can you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not like. No Hemingway or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like, but I found that for whatever reason, there's one thing I seem to be able to do is organize these games and run them really well. It's your calling. And like sometimes, so often in life, you like try something and you're so excited for it. I mean, it took me years. You would think that it would have had to have at least in some way have been disappointing, right? To me, and yet it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, it was what I always hoped it would be, and I've just really enjoyed doing it since then. That's really um, cool. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I, I appreciate any support if any video game, if video games been were, because um, I'm going to share this on. That's why I keep saying video games been. <laughs> yeah, this uh, isn't the video games. And any, because, uh, and because I forget any shakedown <laughs> listeners or video games been listeners who are out there. <laughs> Is this being posted as a video games been episode as well? Uh, it won't be, but <laughs> I will I'll post it on the, our Facebook page. Uh, um, you know. Uh, you know, if you if you're interested in Dungeons Dragons, I would say go out there and do it. There's they have if you're just like someone who is curious about what it's about, they actually have free versions of the rules now online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend they have a starter set that if you want to like 
if you want to Game not have the most right. complicated parts, have an adventure that comes with it. Right. You should get that. And hey, if you're looking for a couple of adventures to run. <laughs> um, What's the website again? Uh, DMSGUILD.com. DMS Guild. Okay. DMS Guild, Got yeah. It. It's kind of a hard thing because it sounds like there should be yeah. a apostrophe, but of course it's URL, yeah, so there's not it. Uh, my adventure is Make Neverwinter Great Again. I was going to do a Christmas one, but that's ended up taking longer. And it won't be done in time. No, so look for that next year. and uh, Next Christmas. Next Christmas, Christmas 2017. Is, that's going to be out there. But in the meantime, all of other stuff out soon that's enough. That's cool. Yeah. We should we should, we should should play Dungeons & Dragons on your podcast. We should. We should get like a couple of people together. That's and a good idea. Yeah. We can do that sometime. Really, you should start a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'd like for to. For part of the Video Games Network. That it's one of those things that I wanted to do for years. It could I, be called the Gamesman. <laughs> I don't know what you Yeah, mean. the Dice Buddies is the name I've always oh, thought. Oh, there you go. Uh, one of the things that actually got me into playing Dungeons & Dragons, like when I, so like when I couldn't like get groups together, right. I actually went and there was a podcast uh, that's now like huge called Acquisitions Incorporated. Okay. And it was like the Penny Arcade guys playing with designers from Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And that was like the first one that's the first one I was aware of that did this. Uh, there were a couple others. Like I got into one called Critical Hit. Mm-hmm. Um and that was what I was into for and that was just like a niche thing that I I would like try to look up other ones but could never find any. Right. Um now it's like and then like just last year I guess it broke huge in some big way and now there's hundreds of yeah, them. Yeah there's tons of D and D podcasts. Uh, which there. is great. There's one called Critical Role that I've been getting into that's really yeah, good. Okay. Although it makes it hard to recommend to people Critical Hit because they think I'm talking about Critical Role. Right. Uh, I mean, I could list through the different ones I like. Tons of them. But I've always wanted to do something like that. I just worry. At this point, like, it's one of the things I wanted to do a lot in college, too, when mm-hmm. I had, like, the group of friends, everyone and there. you had all the time in the world. <laughs> but we didn't have, like, the ability to do it for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was always worried about doing it because, like, we were kind of, we weren't, like, the most serious or... And you weren't a hardcore podcaster yet like you are now. No, you know, I kind of regret it now because it's, like, now that it's broken huge, I feel like yeah, I was worried about doing it. Yeah, Ah, well. You can still get into the market. That's true. It's not fully saturated. But that's it. D&D, man. Yeah. Um, we learned a lot today. We learned that it could take sometimes years of, of patience and interest to break into uh, the world of D&D. What else yeah. did we learn? Uh, sometimes you end up torturing people in the same way you were tortured. Uh, someone, that's the lesson I think everyone should learn from the show. Yeah, shit exactly. Town. When you're excluded from D&D, the best thing to do... Just to exclude people later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll show them. Um, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> that is like I, I stand. I, I do not think I was exclusionary. Uh, for one, let for the two, I think the judge. that <laughs> I think that people out there will judge me. Christian, if you're out there, uh, feel free to yeah, uh, send, feel free to to write in. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say. And by hear what you have to say, I mean delete it from my inbox. You traitorous asshole. And on that note, I'm Tyler Mertens. And I was Rob Zakes. And that was... You were... You what? I was Rob Zakes? Not, <laughs> no longer are you... you, you I'm you now cast Zob away. Yeah, the shackles of Rob Zakes. <laughs> I am here. That's the true story of this episode. It's <laughs> I shall no longer be Rob Zakes. From now on, I am Zob Breaks and nobody else. And that was the shakedown. Zob. <laughs>